Iron Jungle podcast is raw, it's real, it has zero gimmicks, zero bullshit, and absolutely zero fucks to give. Welcome to the Iron Jungle. This is real, no bullshit, no holds barred, wide fucking open podcast. We've been at this far too long to be fucking around. This is the jungle. Where anything goes, no holds barred. We're going to be talking about the real shit. How to succeed in a world where you have goals, but there's so much misinformation and bullshit trying to sell you something. This is the informative podcast. And there's no holds barred in the jungle. The question is, are you ready? Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the iron jungle. Let's go. country in the world, it seems like, uh, America. And this, this topic today that we're talking about stems from a statistic that I posted in uh, our self-made barbell brigade, basically saying, like, the prevalence of obesity in our country among young people, ages 20 to 39, Drew, is at 35, almost 36 percent, which is an astronomically high number. And it's over 40 percent for people who are even older than that, which makes sense to me in terms of they become less active, et cetera. But overall, the average number or the average Obesity rate in America is right around 40%, and children, um, I believe it was north of 25, it was, it was super high in kids too. So guys who are passionate, two men who are super passionate about health and fitness, trying to discuss this topic, like why is this the case? And I first want to say, Drew, like this number, this, this percentage number is based off of the BMI index, okay, which is bullshit yep. mostly, but at the same time, Drew, you and I are in the minority. You and I are considered obese on that scale. But we're still the minority. There are not many people like us walking around contributing to that 36% number. So for people out there saying like, oh, but there's so many muscle men in that. No, there's not. There's actually legit overweight people who aren't healthy that contribute to that number for the vast majority. Let's be real. Right off the bat, you, you took the first two thoughts that I had is the one part is true. Their part, I'm just being a dickhead. But the first one was if you're based, what are these numbers based off of? Yeah. Common sense, you look around, there's a lot of fucking overweight people, there's a lot of obese people, there's a lot of obese kids. I was one of those obese kids, and obviously my life took a different course. But that is too, using common sense, you look around you. There are part two, even though I'm just saying what you see is the reality, is that a lot of these times these statistics, there's, there's, I used to say about statistics, there's, there's lies, there's damn lies, and there's statistics. Right. So the thing is, it may support what the, this is, oh, there are X amount of people or X percent of people are, are obese in this country. Once again, is that based on body mass index? Simply for those following along at home, body mass index is an equation based on your height and your weight ratio and your age. It doesn't really take into account your lean body mass versus your fat mass so on and so forth. So things like that have to be taken into account when you look at the statistic, okay? But you look around, your reality is there's a lot of fucking fat people and this isn't point fingers, it's like saying, hey, we're a lot bigger as a country than we used to be in the past. There's a, we can dive into the science side of this and why is this so common. Um, media cues, social cues, advertising cues, so on and so forth. Right. And apart after that, and of course, stealing their fucking thunder, I've heard that excuse is like, oh, well, I, I see guys that aren't even fucking in shape saying, well, no, they just don't take uh, muscle mass in the equation. I'm not obese. I'm like, yeah, you're just skinny fat. But yeah. I digress. I mean, it's true. I mean, yeah, for us, we contribute to that number, but then we're the anomaly, though. So I, I do want to preface saying, like, Drew said, like, there's lies, damn lies, and statistics. I don't think 36% in our country in terms of, like, a number is far off from reality. I think that's yep. probably pretty fucking accurate, um, considering you look around in reality, or perception is reality, reality is reality. Uh, so the big question is, like, why? How did we get here? Why are we so fat as a country? And I think there's a lot of contributing factors to it. And the number one thing that people had said um, in our group is 
essentially comes down to diet, but they're saying eating healthy is expensive. And I hate it when people say that. It makes me cringe because I think I know that you can eat healthy on a budget and you can cut costs in other places in your life that you shouldn't be spending that type of fucking money in the first place. And oh, man. Go ahead. With that, I, I, once again, I, I have so many things clicking. I'm going to let you go with that. But the comments on that, people eating healthy. Do you agree or disagree? When people automatically think eating healthy, they go to this place in their mind, they're eating organic apples, organic chicken, organic eggs, and their whole fucking grocery list is at Whole Foods. Right. That's why people think it's expensive. Go yeah. on, sir. Sorry. And it's not like you don't have to have a kale salad every day. You don't have to have yeah. green yogurt. You don't need to eat that. And, and listen, <laughs> I'm a, I, I, don't, I don't consume dairy. I have almond milk. I don't do cheese, things like that. But I also have a Costco membership. So I get my chicken in bulk. I get my rice in a big fucking 15-pound bag that's meant for restaurants. I can eat pretty economically and eat healthy and look the way that I do. I eat a lot, too. Keep in mind, I mean, Drew knows this. Him and I both consume, I mean, I consume close to 4,000 calories a day. I don't know where you're at, probably around that north of that. You're a big motherfucker. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but we both eat a lot. We both eat healthy. And I'll tell you right now, it's not breaking my bank. And it's not because I make a good living. It's because I'm smart when it comes to purchase decisions in my life. Listen, I always say this. This fucking thing that we all carry around with us, the cell phone, we are, are willing to walk into a Verizon store and pay $1,200 for this fucking thing, 1200 bucks. but we're not willing to pay an extra 50 cents per pound for, for decent chicken or a decent cut of beef. Like, what the fuck is wrong with our thought process? It's even, not even that. It's not per pound. I mean, I'll, I'll be real. I don't buy organic chicken because, right. oh, it's healthier to buy organic chicken, you know, for healthier from a dollar ninety nine or anywhere from two ninety nine a pound to that shit that can be five to six to seven dollars. Right. I'm like, bro, that's three times the price. That makes my bill go from like sixty dollars of meat to one hundred and eighty dollars of meat in one trip. I'm doing that shit three times a week, but I digress. So the thing is, you don't. It's about pros and cons. It's about uh, picking and choosing your battles, and we can go down the rabbit hole on this another episode to cost feeding healthy. But the thing is, you don't have to do organic 100% clean everything. There's things I, I think should be a standard, you know, get a quality meat, but it doesn't necessarily be organic. Mm -hmm. When you come to your produce, pick and choose. If you want to know, interestingly, some uh, fruits and vegetables have higher contaminant levels than other on average, based because like say peaches or things that are very sweet that take more pesticides to keep them from having uh, fungal and pests grow on them more delicate fruit versus something like uh, celery, you're probably fucking fine with regular celery. Or I believe in using um, natural versions, quote unquote, of peanut butter. In this day and age, even the cheap brands have a natural version without the extra bullshit and sugar in it. Um, when it comes to things like your vegetables, it's okay to buy frozen. You don't have to buy everything fresh, oh, handpicked by uh farmer charlie down the road you know um god damn my delts are screaming at me in this shirt in this video it's, it's, a, it's a small shirt what do you expect to happen it's an organic <laughs> cotton small shirt it's organic you know i paid more for the shirt so it makes the d in my chest look even bigger the dragon farm is perfect drew dragon d i'm covered in d exactly not except for dudes uh <laughs> it, it's it's but i mean then people be like well i can go to i can go to subway and get a five dollar foot long i can go to mcdonald's and get a value meal for four bucks you're fucking right you can and you're gonna get more food at least in that case you're but you're gonna be it's hungry nice. you're gonna be hungry yeah. like 10 minutes later does anybody do the math on this shit? You can buy, say, a tray of chicken, five pounds of chicken for $10. Right. Even if you eat, you know, um, like a, a quarter of that each meal, that's going to be less than you're spending on a sub. It's like it's the big investment. Like, oh, I spent $25 on chicken and, say, $10 on this 20-pound bag of rice. Oh, man, I just spent 60 bucks. I could have went out a sub for five. Do the breakdown. You're not eating all that at once. If you do per meal the math, it's still cheaper. Mm -hmm. That's not an excuse, guys. I know people will say like eating healthy is expensive, and they'll also say on the other side of that eating healthy is boring because we talk about chicken, broccoli, yep. and rice all the time. Yep. You're right, we do, and it can get boring after a while. But you can also make it fun. You don't have to. I mean, you can obviously allow yourself a cheat meal. Having having a fucking hamburger every now and then is not a big ass deal or a slice of pizza. 
But I'm saying, at, at the end of the day, like, yeah, it's not super expensive. And I think Drew and I can go down another episode and, and really dive into that a little bit more. We can also talk about how it doesn't have to be boring. You can make it fun. Um, I think it comes down to lack of education on what people actually think is healthy and then from there making a proper purchase decision. So we always point the finger at shit. Eating healthy is expensive. Uh, working out is too fucking hard. Uh, whatever. I mean, self-accountability is the number one fucking reason why we're fat in this country. Uh, it's, it, I personally think that we, we refuse to take responsibility for our actions. We refuse to make change. I mean, we don't care about making changes. Eating ice cream is fun. It tastes good. It makes you feel good. Your dopamine levels when you eat chocolate get fucking get, get released and you feel, feel amazing. Uh, but you look like shit. And that's the, that's the God on this point. And you look, when you look like shit, you're eventually going to feel like shit. You're going to have health issues. Uh, and that contributes to what I've said this before is like our health care costs in this country are super high because of the fact that we don't know how to live appropriately in sort of like, quote unquote, healthy means. Here's the thing. I, I'm going to go down the rabbit hole. I know we started talking about healthy eating here. I, let's take a look at exactly why people are fat. What has changed? Because the thing is, everybody wasn't, quote unquote, this fat. We've all for all time have been eating shit that's quote unquote not good for us. And we were talking even, and I'd argue even worse. You had these home cooked dinners that were you know, saturated fats, homemade meatloaf with eggs and all these rich homemade chocolate cake, you know, made with pure sugar and eggs and butter and cream. It's nothing's changed in terms of the type of things we're eating. The thing that's changed is I believe, and here's me going down the philosophical rabbit hole. Those we have my feet kicked up on the desk, staring at the ceiling is that the amount of food through this has been more accessible, more convenient. So therefore, if you don't have to put an effort into getting, oh, I just want to buy a chocolate cake, or I, oh, I can just pick another one tomorrow, you know, versus if you take the time to make a cake, you may eat it pretty quickly, but you're going to take more time. Man, that was, this is really hard. This took the time consumed to make all this, you know, I'm going to space this out. I'm going to make it last. Or in the, versus buying a cake off the shelf, like, oh, let's pick another one tomorrow at work. It's not a big deal. Oh, okay. You know, it's easier to have that available more rapidly. Therefore, you're going to not think about it, or I guess space it out as much that's one thing too just availability if you can have the, all these things that quote are good for you in more locations so you have a vending machine that has all the cookies things you know how many years ago they didn't have that as much or if like oh every gas station ever has this or there's more local convenience stores popping up how you can have bad for you quote-unquote food delivered to your desk with uber eats the thing is that the availability has been increasing and i think that people just haven't accounted for that there's been a lack of you know if the more rare something is the more the less frequently you have it and the more you space it out. It's like seen as a treat versus not an everyday thing. I'm going to slice a cake with my Uber meal yeah. or, you know, I think that and the splitting us and the more social side of things is because, you know, everybody's kind of having that same problem happen to them, merging with everybody afraid to hurt somebody's fucking feelings because he has some sensitive little bitches out there. Because self-conscious and said, oh, you know, I shouldn't feel bad about eating fat. It's become more acceptable. Therefore, people really lower the bar for what's needed for physical fitness. They raise the bar for how much somebody can be body fat wise and still be considered quote unquote beautiful. I don't care if that's your thing. If you're cushioned for pushing, if the thing is, it's not fucking healthy. Okay. Even I recognize as a overweight dude because you know muscle mass this i'll admit it's not the best fucking thing for your long-term health in terms of your heart it's not the best fucking thing in long-term health for your joints so there is a, a pro and con you can have too much fucking muscle because it's not your body's not meant to carry all that mass let's be fucking real folks okay the same thing goes for being fat and i know i just tyranted but i think those are the two key things in my mind for why people these days are fucking overweight you're going to Europe, Drew. You've been there before, right? I have. I have. And you don't see as many fat fucking Europeans. No. Germans are just fucking assholes, but they're not fat. Their, their plates are also half the size of ours. Right? If, yep. if anybody, if anybody ever traveled abroad, like their, their silverware and their dishware sets are smaller than ours. And there's a reason for that. Like, 
their portion controls are much better than ours because when Drew mentioned this, our accessibility to food has increased. So when we we uh, program our minds that we eat every day at 7, 12, and 5, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, we're going to fill that fucking plate because we're hungry. Now we're overeating. Now we're eating too much. So our portion size is like, for me, I mean, I eat six to eight times a day. I'm sure, Drew, you do too. But like, and we also weigh our shit. We're very, very anal about what we eat, but that's the lifestyle we live. Now, when you're eating at, like I said, 7, 12, and, and 5, and you actually have like a full-on course meal if, the, if you're still like a traditional family, you're going to be eating more than what you probably should at that point. Now, overall, in the scheme of things, in the, in the day, um, like Drew and I could eat three times a day and stick with our macros, for sure. But the normal person doesn't know what their macros are, so they just eat, eat, and eat while the shit's available. Uh, they overeat, um, and that's a big, big portion of it, too. So it's not, not just the type of food that we're eating and the quality of food that we're eating, but it's that we're, we're eating too much. And because it's so easily accessible, it's just we can grab a bag of chips from the cupboard at 1 o'clock in the afternoon because we happen to have a craving, and now the next thing you know, half the fucking bag is gone because you lose track of time. And I read a book uh, back in college. I thought it was amazing. They did a, they did a study on people, you know, like a Buffalo Wild Wings. And what they did is they did two things. They gave somebody a tray of, like, of bone-in wings, and they allowed one group to keep the empties or the, the naked bones or whatever you want to call them, right, on the table. The other group, the waiters would remove the naked bones and let people keep eating. The, the group that the bones were removed ate almost three times as much as the group that could actually see what was left over because that's a, that's a mind fuck. Like, you can yep. see, like, oh, my God, look at how many bones I have there. That's how much I ate. I probably should stop. But when you didn't have that, they just kept eating because we're programmed as human beings somehow just to keep eating and eating and eating. So we're eating all this food, and most of the food that we're eating is uh, not the best in the world for you. So that's obviously a huge contributing factor to our obesity. And we could spend all day talking about diet, but the other flip side of that is, is lack of activity. And that actually starts in grade school, in elementary school. So we talk about these kids being obese. When I was in elementary school, Drew, I think I had three recesses a day and, and one FIAD class. So I was being active, forced to be active as a child, at least four times. Not, I don't have to go on the recess and playground and run, but I did. I played basketball. I did a lot of shit. Nowadays, I mean, my daughter is not in school yet, but I think they maybe get one recess, maybe. And FIAD, uh, FIAD credits and stuff are getting cut out of programs. They're taking away, like, arts, arts and FIADs, and they're focusing more on, like, the literal studies. So we, we are programming kids to the fact like they don't need to do this stuff anymore. Recess is the greatest fucking thing to have as a child. The greatest thing to have. Not only from your health, but you can go get girlfriends. You can make friend groups. Like, it was great. I was a player on the playground, Drew. I was a player. And, and I also got my exercise in. Bro, I got a triple threat here. I'm going to piss on somebody's Cheerios, and I can't fucking wait for this. But the first thing that comes to mind is with the public school, yeah, kids' activity are getting cut. Even then, let's be real. You know, it's like public. It's like me. Hey, how do I do my taxes? Public school, shut the fuck up and square dance. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going down. That's public education, whatever. But P's been dwindling. Recess time been dwindling. Kids are, oh, kids are getting dumber. They need less time outside. They need to study more. Eh, I don't think not so much. But okay, so first and foremost, go back to the European thing. I'm gonna, I love this part. This is the best fucking fuck you ever to keep people do keto. I, once again, I'm not against it, but whatever. You wanna know something? Okay, we just covered, we established the Europeans don't have the same obesity problem. You wanna know something else interesting? If you go to Europe, especially say Germany or their islands, England, guess what? There's two things I wanna note on here. Their diet is predominantly carbohydrates. If you go to breakfast at Germany, I was mind blown. I'm looking at the eggs and bacon and whatever. 75% of this 10 foot long buffet was different types of pastries and breads and muffins and, and rolls. It was all carbs. And at the end of that, they had oatmeal and they had uh, you know cream of rice, all these ones get more carbs. You know what they had after that? They had fruit. And at the very end, they had maybe some boiled eggs, some smoked salmon and uh, other cheeses. 
but it was almost all carbs. Another thing is even at the meals, you notice the, that the meat is more of a garnish. Like it, this pasta will be like a dish, like I say, a very hearty um, thing in England I had or saw. It was like this, um, I mean, one asshole guy, asshole buying, you know, $20 pound chicken breast there. But you see these very carbohydrate dishes, you know, like it's like, say, a stew with vegetables and rice or a pasta and like meat is like cut into it in a sausage. Here it's the flip. You have, once again, I don't think overconsumption of protein is a problem, but people having a giant steak with a potato or you have, you know, like chicken parmesan, these huge slabs of chicken with there is the portions are bigger. And I think also that too, not to get too much economic level, is that also the cost of these things is more expensive in Europe. It's not as readily available to a degree. Like inflation is real there, you know, for the supply and demand, very importing all these type of things versus we have very large amounts of cheaper food available. It's overconsumption because, you know, if you if you, they go with the McDonald's McDonald's syndrome is the dollar man. You can get four things for four dollars. You get a burger, a fries, a shake, all this crap versus there. Four dollars might be lucky to get you like a small snack. That is expensive in Europe. OK. And then a large part um, with that too, and which again, I actually took notes on that, it, you hit it spot on, is that people are just fucking less active in general. So that's my main point. I want to address what you throw back at that. But no, you're spot on, man. With, with kids too, I want to go back to that. Like I remember being a kid and my parents would make me go outside. Like go outside and play, go outside and play. We didn't have iPads, we didn't have, you know, I didn't have Game Boy when I was young. Like, we, you know, so like I had to go out and do stuff. Um, and with my daughter, like, we don't even have her watch TV. She's over, she's 14 months, she's seen TV in her life maybe four times. Like, we just, we don't want her to be accustomed to this digital era. Now, she has to be. She will have to get used to the iPad stuff. That's the way things are going to be. But when she's young, she should be allowed to be a fucking kid. Go out, explore, go in the woods, run around, scrape your knee, hurt yourself, whatever you need to do. Like, that's the whole premise of being a kid. And I think we're taking that away from people. Parents, and, and now listen, kids are going to be a product of their parents. If the parents are obese and overweight, chances are that kid's going to follow in the same footsteps because that's, they're, they're eating the food that their parents are buying, first off. If their parents are sitting around on their cell phones 24-7, the kid's going to be sitting around watching TV. They're not going to be active. So you're going to be a direct product of, of how your upbringing is. Now, that's not to say you couldn't have Drew, – Drew and Kathy, you guys could have a, a kid, and your kid could be obese. But I, I highly doubt you would allow that. Um, yeah. you know, in my case, too, me and my wife, we, we, we won't allow it. Now, it's just because it's the lifestyle that we live, but – I mean, children are are addicted to handhelds today morning. You go on a, you go on a on a, a trip somewhere, a two hour trip. It's like give the kid an iPad so he doesn't fucking cry. What, what are we What are we doing? Like, I'm not. I don't want to tell people how to be parents, but like, seriously, what the fuck are we doing? Like, the reason I enjoy, I hate car rides because it was my brothers, but like, I was able to see the country and see things and learn things and go outside and experience things. And that just to me really doesn't happen anymore. Like, the coolest thing I see, we moved into this new neighborhood, and. A bunch of kids, probably the ages of 4 to 12, are always outside every day on their bikes doing stuff. And I'm so fucking happy to see that because at least they're out being active and doing things. And I don't know about you if there's kids in your community or if you used to live in communities with kids. I just don't think they're as active as they used to be because they have all these different handhelds. The parents don't care. And it's just changed completely from like when you and I were children. Plus, we're from the Midwest, so you kind of had to get your ass out on the farm and do things. Um... The thing is, I, I agree with that too. And my once again, my I want to kind of like, bro. I grew up in a fucking cornfield. Yeah. So, <laughs> just sorry, the text came through. Um, dude, I have so much shit going on in an amazing way, and I can't wait to, to bring the episode. And actually, <laughs> we'll talk right. about that with, later on this episode. I just got text. So interesting topic today. Let's put it that way. 
transformation shit. But dude, I grew up in a fucking cornfield. So the point is, I didn't have neighborhood kids that were active with me. But the thing I did have is a wide open fucking yard. I had, I could literally, um, where I lived in a school thing, I could stand on my yard and the fence along our driveway was a county line. I could always say, hey, I can hit a baseball in the next county. Because... Mm-hmm. I don't know, tool bag, but like that. But the thing is, too, is even if, like, that case, I honestly think that even the farm kids these days don't have as much of a problem as city kids with this, which is cool. Um, but, bro, like, as a growing up in the Midwest, I'm an exception. Instead of, you know, sitting on your ass so much with the iPad as a kid, especially on the farming, you're out doing things outside. You're helping your parents on the farm. I mean, once again, there's not as much manual labor to some degree that has to be done. Um, with kids these days because there's better equipment at the same time is it still has to be out and actively doing things you can't like sit in a house and do the things that have to be done so you know we did grow up in doing shit outside whether it be hunting whether it be you know fishing whether it be just playing in the yard exploring the woods you know it is different compared to some kids may not have access to being you know like outdoor but um not exactly kids are less active the same thing when you mentioned the car ride going across country with your brothers is like you know it, it sucking sucks you're stuck in a car and okay are we there yet? There's the, we're in the middle of Kansas. Yeah, Why am I supposed to sit here? <laughs> or Nebraska, I'm not alive. When you're going west on I-80, <laughs> it's blank, man. I take it Colorado, and man, fuck that. Western, like three quarters of Nebraska can just like fall off. Yeah, exactly. No cows and cornfields, anyway. Um, but no, it's exactly is it. You're forced to be engaged. You're forced to be included and do things to bind your time you know like we found something to do in a car ride we found something to do um outside you know if okay you're outside till eight o'clock you can't exactly go and play xbox you know mm-hmm. we you know through rocks each other stupid shit like that we you know climb but you know what? The, the thing is too we did riskier shit as kids and kids do these days to some degree and risking another way it's like hey are we gonna die from fucking black lung from inhaling black market thc cartridges it's like no hey are we gonna die because we fall off the top of a green bin yeah but well, I mean, kids are just active, man. What about this, Drew? You and I both came. We we, we both used to be chubby ass kids. We used to be fat. Like, I w- I'll tell you why I was fat. I was fat because I was. I used to play sports. I used to, and I started to kind of like work. And I worked at a McDonald's, and I started consuming that food because I had easy access to it. My mom um, worked like two, three jobs to raise us boys, so we, our cupboards were filled with fucking macaroni and cheese, ramen noodles, and frozen pizza. And that, that was cheap, economical food for my mom. Uh, to get, I, I, I can't remember if we were ever on food stamps. I think we actually were. Um, and back then, I mean, even even like the WIC programs that they have for some of these people, like I have seen people on WIC or food stamps, is, a, is a, more of you out there might understand that, go through the line with cases of soda, cuts of ribeyes, like these high-fat meats because they feel special. Like the, that WIC program, we should be forcing people. Not, I mean, I don't like saying having the government force people to do anything because I'm, I'm opposed to that. But somehow encourage them to pick healthier choices. And I think... When I was younger, it was like there used to be little stamps or stickers on each product that they could buy. So my mom could go buy and buy like malt meal or cream of rice, some healthier stuff. And now it's kind of like a credit card. You can kind of just buy what you want. And once yep. your funds are out, you're, you're fucked. So um, I liked that old method of like, okay, here's your 20 selections of foods that you get for free from the government. And they happen to be decently nutritious foods that can help the family and the kids. Um, so there's, there's a big thing there, but like I was fat because I was consuming shitty food and I was not active enough. After I stopped playing sports, I sat around, played fucking video games. I ate fatty fucking mayo, cheeseburgers, like all the stuff you could think of. Like that's what I would eat because I had access to it. That was all I knew how to cook is like a, a 14, 15, 16 year old kid. Um, and, and so what I'm saying to everybody listening to this is like, I was 220 pounds as a 14 year old kid at five foot six. Okay. I should have had diabetes. I mean, I stepped on the scale for my physical for football. I was fucking fat. I was ashamed. And I decided, you know what I did, Drew? I decided not to play football. 
because I didn't want to take my shirt off. I didn't want to shower with the guys because I was fat and I was, I was disgusted with myself. So I decided to be, continue to be not active and I decided to continue to eat like shit um, until eventually I made a change in my life. But as a kid, like you're forced to eat what your parents have and, and I ate a lot of it. And my mom would just keep buying it because her, th- her mindset was like, well, he's a growing boy. He needs to keep eating. He's built like a brick shit house. Now I was built like a fat tub of fucking lard. That's what I was, mom. Tell me the truth. Um, <laughs> but it, so I, I think, I mean, that's my reason for being fat. I have no other excuse. My excuse was I made choices as a 14, 15, 16-year-old boy who should be able to make some sort of educational decision, decisions at that point to eat like shit and not be active. And I allowed myself to lose control of myself and be extremely unhappy with who I was as a person to the point where I finally fucking changed. What's your story? I, I can't fucking wait to get an angry letter. I'm, I'm waiting for an episode where I just say something that triggers somebody so fucking badly. The, the, the issue with the food stamp and people buying garbage food is because it's the same thing as drug testing. I do think, think they should be drug tested to get fucking welfare. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm sorry. The same thing is with um, – people get pissed about that. Some reason people get pissed about, oh, we can't tell people what food they can't buy. is because, oh, implying because you're poor, you don't have the same availability as everybody else. That, oh, just, just because I, I'm poor or I need assistance means I'm on drugs. You're implying that. Or saying that, oh, you know, the, uh, with the food thing, oh, just because I, I'm, I'm more well off, I can't have the things that everybody else can well, you know what? Fuck you. You can't. Like, if, if we're growing up, I had the same type of title living with my dad and um, my mom. We you know it was a farming, farming for a long time there. We were, we were struggling. We got by. We made it through. But, yeah, we had macaroni and cheese, hot dogs, um, you know, cheaper breads. Like, you know, the clearance aisle was, like, our best friend sometimes. And, you know, it turned out to be prosper later on, especially, you know, grain price started going up. And, um, you know, this life was awesome. But the thing is, too, I was fat because I know for a fact that I ate too fucking much as a kid. We touched on an episode when I get at McDonald's as a third grader. I was 160 pounds in the third grade. Mm-hmm. So very similar background, man. I mean, you had 50 pounds of me, but I was also half the fucking age you were, dude. Yeah. I mean, at that rate, I would have been like 400 pounds by the time I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. But the point being is that it's exactly it. You know, people are a product in their environment. If the kids are raised to be, you know, eat these type of things or have too much access to it, that can help. So one again, you know, you're gonna people fucking triggered about you know, oh, just because they're they're not well off, they can't have it. Come the fuck on, you know. If you're getting assistance, then the whole point should be, and even then, it's gonna piss me off. Educate these people, like, oh, they're just because I don't I don't have the money means I'm stupid too. Oh fucking Christ, you can't win this battle. You see, I mean, someone's gonna be offended. Quite frankly, I don't give a fuck. You know, hey, if you have to use government assistance, like these are. We can even do a science method here. I'm maybe too scientific. These are the essential things that you need to sustain a healthy diet. Mm-hmm. Fruit, meats, vegetables, whatever they may be, carbohydrates. You know, it's like, oh, you don't, in science, you don't need fucking alcohol or whatever. I don't think you can buy alcohol with um, that yet. But you, say you don't you don't need little Debbies to have a healthy diet. You don't need X. Or maybe do a percentage. Like, okay, X percentage. Only a certain allotment of your portion can be used for things considered like gold star items like you know things that quote unquote aren't healthy so it gives allows some cushion but then again you have the majority hey pick whatever you want from these things once again i don't i don't get paid the big bucks to make these decisions to make too much fucking common sense but that's how the world is well it's the same thing like right if you're going to be on government assisted food you're also on government assisted health care so yep. uh, if you're eating like shit you're costing the government more money by keep going to the doctor because you're unhealthy so at the end of the day drew if i give you 20 bucks and say you can only spend this on x um, you know, you could tell me, well, fuck you, you can't tell me what I can spend on. Yes, I can. I just gave you the $20. That's my $20 that I just gave you. So don't tell me I can't tell you what to do. Uh, one thing, an extension of this is I want to talk about, like, briefly about fat tax because I think it's in Mexico, I think they have a fat tax on, on food items that are quote unquote unhealthy for you. I think soda you pay. So basically, soda ends up being more expensive than a bottle of water, um, I, I believe, or like a Snickers bar is more expensive than maybe a better for you, I wouldn't say protein bar, but maybe there's a granola bar that's not filled with sugar or whatever. Um, and there are people, and I think um, 
the state of New York wanted to ban supersized drinks, I believe was at one point was something too. Uh, and that is, again, government intervention, which people are totally against, and I am too. But at, at some point, some point, I don't know if something has to happen, because we try to educate people, but then they get misinformed from, you mentioned it right in the beginning of the show, advertising, right? I mean, like, we, we talk about keto all the time. How much advertising on keto is out there that is, that's not factual, that's fucking wrong, that's incorrect or inaccurate, that's not even close to what keto is? So I don't, I'm not saying that we incorporate a fat tax, but at the end of the day, it comes down to self-accountability, and if we're not willing to keep ourselves accountable, then maybe somebody has to do it for us. Yep, and I give you that, but then you're gonna piss people into it and be like, oh, well, it's discrimination if I'm being taxed because I'm overweight. Like, I have a thyroid condition, or whatever the fuck it may be, you know, different circumstance. One more thing on the foods, on the uh, the assistance thing, I don't know, once again, if it's like you have X amount of stamps per, but there are part two people, like once again, something healthy shit, people are gonna stretch their dollar, they're allowed on assistance to eat, get, eat more by buying cheaper things, but I digress. But the thing is too, I agree, and it sucks because, you know, it's like, how can you, then you have to get the same thing, same with like buying a gun. If somebody's, oh, if they have a mental health problem, then they're not allowed to buy a weapon. Okay, well, what would disqualify somebody at what degree is considered fucking crazy or there's a red flag for something not to be on a firearm. You're infringing on people's rights. It's a very touchy subject. Yeah. So with the, oh, what is the cutoff for being fucking taxed or being overweight? If it's by BMI, which is what the government's retarded fucking selves always base everything on, you and I would pay more in tax. And that's fucking bullshit. So that ain't going to work. I'm going to fuck you. I'm not paying more because I weigh more. Mm -hmm. I'm healthier than these fucks. So once again, how do you, if you, the same idea in theory, when you break it down, okay, so what's, what, what's considered fat? Is it by body fat level? Then, oh, is it by what method? Is it by calipers? And somebody's going to fight it. Oh, I've read, even it could be like some chunky fuck at 50% body fat could say, I read somewhere that calipers might not be accurate. Like when realistically you can't look at them like, no, you're just fat. Like, mm. how do you define those parameters? So I love the idea, but it's like, it's it's opening a box of worms. So without offending somebody, I don't really care if I offend somebody, so fuck them. Or two, just like, you know, even on scientific factual data, like, okay, here's the parameters, define parameters. Then there's going to be the mental issue. Like, oh, I'm overweight because of this. I have mental health conditions. You're discriminating. You can't just satisfy everybody. Yeah. You can't fucking satisfy everybody. It's like your annual, your annual physical. You go in, they take a blood draw. That's not cheap. But for, for yeah, your, your obesity rate, it's your simple equation. Okay, you're five foot seven, Ryan, five foot eight. You're 32 years old. You're, you're 212 pounds. Fuck, man, you're, you're obese. You're almost morbidly <laughs> obese. And the doctor will literally literally look at me after they look at that thing and say, well, we should talk about diet. No, we should not talk about diet. Have you fucking seen me? I don't need to talk about diet from you. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, no. But, I mean, like, you and I, uh, I mean, I've gotten DEXA scans before, okay? And, I, and those machines are, like, 50 to 100K. They're expensive. But, like, why not have those at hospitals for your annual physical that everybody lays down? It literally takes 10 minutes. And now you're getting not, you're not only getting body fat, you're getting bone density. You're getting visceral fat, which is extremely important to know how much fat's around your major organs. Then from there, you can really determine like whether or not that person is legit obese or not. Um, I mean, it's we have all this technology, and then we just don't have the funding to put it in, in healthcare. So I mean, we could talk about this for for a million million minutes. But let's let's sort of recap here. Like, people are fat in America specifically, and we talked about this like access to food, misinformed on what food to eat, eating too much, not being active. And at the end of the day, I still think it's 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 it is on us as a person, as a human beings that we're the ones making the decisions with our dollar. We're the ones making the decisions on what to put in our mouth, what to put on our plates. So we can keep pointing the finger at big big CPG. We can point the finger at whatever it might be. I don't have access to a gym, whatever it might be. But at the end of the day, that point, you, you point that finger, you should turn that fucker around and point it right at yourself. Because exactly. uh, I've already said, if you have a floor, you have a gym, you can, you can you, everybody has these $1,200 things in their hands. I know they do. You can start to look up some information uh, from some credible websites in terms of healthy diet, nutrition, and if you if you still are lost, there's guys out there like Drew. There's guys out there like me who are willing to help 
for, we hold for free. All the time we give advice for free. Now, if you want us to hold your hand, guide you through the process, and write everything out for you, yeah, it's going to cost you something at that point. But we literally want to see people succeed and live better versions of their life. So, like, we're willing to help. The information is there. You just have to know where to look and start to look. That's the first thing. It's like start to fucking care and make changes in your life. Yep. That's the thing, too. You know what? Again, I can't I can't help everybody, you peasants. But, no, it's, it's realistic. I mean, and it's exactly it. Brian and I are both here to help you. If questions, we're happy to help you out. To a certain point, I mean, yes, you'll have to pay for our services. I don't care if, if not, if, like, oh, you're overweight, you need to pay me to help you. There's a lot of free shit I'll do for people. It's like, hey, you know, where do I start? Ask some few simple questions versus, hey, can you give me a diet? There's different things. Even if it's not Ryan or myself, and once again, be careful. People trying to sell you something with a grain of salt, but there's tons of free information out there. There's tons of free places that support you and love to help you. Like if there's some amazing groups, even a fitness self made barbell brigade, if you have questions, um, go on there and say, Hey guys, I, I'm this, I don't like where I'm at. I want to lose some weight. How can I, what, what should I do? If you don't know where to start then say, Hey, I don't know where to start. You'll get some good pointers. Or if you say, Hey, this is what I'm doing currently. And once again, detail it. Like this is kind of what I'm eating, how much seven days a week I'm exercising, how much cardio I'm doing, how long I've been doing it. And once again, people ask questions, get more details, you know, be open to things like that. And that costs nothing. It just takes your time. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of good resources out there. You know, I'm not going to say any websites because dot, dot, something come, you know, fuck you. I'm not advertising for them. They have a lot of good articles. Same with, you know, muscle and strength, so on and forth. There's tons of information, guys. It's just taking the time. Keep in mind, Drew and I could have talked about a million different things on this topic. Yep. Too. We could we, we could talk about your metabolism and your hormones and everything, like all the the, the more scientific based shit um, and, and um, stuff that's a lot more complex to talk about. We kept it very simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Came down to pretty much food selection and activity levels, but there is a lot more to it. But on the surface, it really does kind of come down to those two big things. And and I mean, there are other contributing factors to people in special occasions that that you know just can't fucking win because they have something going on. Uh, medically, which actually, you know, when people say obesity is genetic, um, that's what bothers me. Now, is there is there an actual argument towards that? More, more likely than not, I think that there are certain very small, minute, minute, minute percentages of the population in which are fucked, um, and that's unfortunate. But for the 99.9% .9 of us, it's not genetic. We can fucking do something about it. I'm going to end the episode with one cool thing. And there, as I said, I'd promise to get back to you later. I got distracted. I got a, I got a text coming through. And I do obviously do nutrition coaching, right? So I have a lot of prep clients, people that want to prove themselves. To me, honestly, some of the coolest fucking things like this. I have a client that's a weight loss client. They they are currently you know, making awesome progress. They're down. They've been working with me for about about three months now. And they're down about 30 pounds. And they're, 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 they're like, dude, like, this is changing my life. And once again, I don't, it's not like, oh, everybody hug each other bullshit. I'm like, I don't care what together. It's not a promotion pitch, but seeing cool shit like that, just how people react. It's like, man, I made an impact. And to me, it's doing nothing out of what I'd normally do. Hey, here's your numbers. Da, 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 and I answer questions. But to some people just taking the time to do that, even they're paying you like, holy shit, like they appreciate it. And that's cool. People taking steps to change your life. So that's, that's awesome. It's about roughly about 30 pounds, three months. You know, there's some water in there, some so forth, but eating healthier. But 30 pounds from whatever it is, is a hell of a lot of weight and it keeps the drop. That's cool like that that makes what we do rewarding, you know. And the extension, you, the extension of that, which is even cooler, Drew, is like, yes, you're helping that individual person, but you're helping the loved ones around them because you're helping them survive longer and being here longer. So if that person has children, he might be able to spend several more months, several more years with their kids because he's actually changed his life onto a healthy path that he's not going to be taken way too fucking soon because of decisions that we've made um, that we just didn't care about. So if you liked what you guys heard on this podcast, subscribe to it. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Check us out on Facebook over at uh, the Iron Jungle Podcast. Until next week, it's the Vanilla Gorilla with the big D on his shirt. 
through Piers and myself, Ryan Buck, everybody take care.